The following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Broken Helmet. Let's rock. Coming to you live on tape on this Saturday, February 11th, the day before Super Bowl 57. The time has arrived for the end of the year. The game of all games in any given season, which was not the case years and years back, but is the case past decade or so. We talked about that last time we were on the program. So without searching the internet, Chris, I've already told you it is Super Bowl 57. Give me the Roman numerals. Uh, X, V, X, no. M, X, no. You want to try it again? M, X. M, X. All right, hold on. Let me think about this. So, 57 means... It is, uh, oh boy. L, it's LX, XL, XLV, try it again. I don't know what, I, I don't know what, uh, 50 is. Is it an L? Yeah. You'll get nothing and like it. No, it is L, and then can you do the seven at least? That's what I said to you. No, L. L is the the first one, but you didn't get anything after that, right? L V two two one one. I I. There you go. But that is not what you gave me at any point along there. I was. It's on tape. It was on tape. You're I right. can go back, you silly bastard, and read them all back. L V I I. I had an X in there. I think there was a niner. Yep. There Are you was, talking on a walkie-talkie? Yes. Yeah. I got you, good buddy. Big Bear coming through on 17 southbound. Any, uh, you know, Smokies out there over? Uh, so, Super Bowl 57 to be played tomorrow on Fox at 6.30. Our broadcast team, which everybody is just, I mean, they can't wait for it. I mean, I just drooling with anticipation here as Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olsen are going to be manning the broadcast booth. Nobody can wait for that one. That's going to be phenomenal. What? Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Fox has it. That's their number one broadcast team. They lost, I, I mean, obviously, they lost Buck and Aikman. They've been doing Monday Night Football all year, right? So their oh, number one team is... so that's, that's why... That's why there's the article about Brady and Olsen and... Oh, yeah. Okay. That was on... Uh, was that on The Ringer? Was that on the Ringer? Was that on the Post? Or I saw it on I saw it on Twitter. Um, I think it might have been on the Ringer. I think they did a, a, an article about Brady v. Olsen, right? Saying that Olsen yeah. was getting better, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, as soon as Bra- Brady had that deal inked, so everybody basically knew where he was going afterward, and that was to the broadcast booth, and he set up shop with Fox. 
And so that means Olsen, I mean, barring a miracle, you know, or a Brady turnaround. But, I mean, I think that Brady, even if Brady turned around and went back to the NFL, you know, eventually he's going to retire, right? I mean, even if he did that bullshit yet again, which I don't think is going to happen. No, you know, he's not going to do it. Olsen's I'm shocked on the that, shot clock. That's what I'm saying. I'm shocked that Brady – I'm actually shocked that Peyton Manning and I'm shocked that Tom Brady uh, – don't want to get into coaching. That's what I was. I was kind of shocked no, that Brady had. Why would you want that kind of lifestyle? Jesus, all the hours. I mean, holy fuck. I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, I mean I don't know. because they made all the money, right? I mean, look, I coaching, especially in the NFL. I, you know, I, I don't know nearly as much about it in the other professional sports, whether it's managing baseball, which is a super long season, or coaching basketball or hockey, but. Coaching football, I, I mean, it's just I, these guys. None of these guys are in good health. I mean, maybe some of the the newer guys who you know have just jumped in the foray here are still in their thirties now, since hiring coaches in their thirties seems to be in vogue. But you know, those guys are still a little fit and trim. But God, I mean, you know, most of these older guys, you know, it looks like they're just eating cheeseburgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's like. Christ, I mean the fact the fact that Andy Reid's breathing still is amazing. <laughs> that fucking guy, holy Jesus! You know he never met a salad that he liked. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, no, I, I and you, to your point, I just think look, they made their money, they did it all on the field. You know what do they have to gain from coaching, right? You know they're all in their you know late forties, approaching fifty. I mean, they got cushy gigs now. I mean, they're making shit tons of money for, you know, showing up on TV, smiling, reading, you know, a teleprompter. And, and hell, the two Mannings, they get to do their shit from their couch in their house. They don't even got to leave home unless they do it from a studio. But, I, you know, whatever. I don't think they do it. But, but we also don't have the passion they have for football. So we, you, you never know, man. You know, that's that. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough that they could have, you know, some fire burning inside that they still want to compete. But I I think it's probably more difficult for them trying to do any kind of coaching because you're going to want to get out there. Right. I mean, I, I think it's, once you get too attached to it, that's why I'm surprised. You know, like D'Amico Ryans now is going to be the head coach of the Houston Texans. Right. It's a joke. Yeah. I, I mean, a complete joke, if you ask me. I mean, this guy has been in coaching for a hot second. He's only defensive coordinator because Sala went to the Jets and he's been Defense coordinator for what two seasons, right? Two seasons in a row. Didn't go to the Super um, Bowl. I, listen, I I don't. I, there's no point in wasting time talking about defensive coordinators. I think they're a joke. I I honestly think well, it's always yeah, not a joke. I, but continue. I think it's I think it's up to the players. Uh, the offense is a little different. I think I think offensive coordinators should and and well deserved get more. Uh, credit for what they put together, but uh, I I just I, I don't think there's only so much defense you can there's only so much so many defensive schemes you can throw out there, and regardless of even what you do <laughs> well, with those defensive coaches would beg to differ with you, but continue. Yes, I, I, I'm once again I, I'm just a fucking loser sitting on a podcast that nobody listens to in South Florida. Well, so, so am I, sir. So yeah, got that in so, common. I mean, listen, I'm just going to tell you. Don't my two be cents. rude. I, I'm just I'm just going to give you my two cents here, and because you're the only one that's listening. So, uh, 
I, I just don't believe. Not true. We had like a, a hit of like 120 listens uh, a week ago. Sick. Just FYI. Just FYI. Sick. Maybe we'll get sponsored. You got to start somewhere, dude. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Got it. So, hot take. I don't think the uh, defensive coordinators should be getting as much respect for head coaching gigs as they are getting. That's what I'm trying to say. Fair enough. Uh, I, I definitely, you know, it is not the era of defensive football. That is for sure. So I, I you know, laugh anytime that they go to a defensive coordinator or a defensive mind for a head coaching job because the successful teams all end up being offense. You know, I mean, it's just been shown. I, the, well, you're, you're proving my point. That's well, what I'm saying. Well, yes. It's no, like, I'm in complete agreement with you there. I, I mean, to me, D'Amico Ryans, you know, we're not going to spend an entire Super Bowl broadcast talking about D'Amico Ryans, but the, the shocking thing about his hire to me is that he's just been there for a hot minute. And there are other defensive coordinators and other coaches that have, you know, I don't know, 20 years of experience. I, I did do a, a, a solo podcast about this way back. I, I don't even know it was in the summer or whatever, and I was comparing, uh, you know, Patrick Graham and Mike McDaniels and Kevin uh, O'Connell and, and, you know, all these guys to each other. And just to say, like, uh, Patrick Graham, who still hasn't gotten a gig and is now out in Las Vegas being the defense coordinator for your, uh, your Raiders out there, um, you know, he's been around forever, and he won't get a nod. And now D'Amico Ryans comes in there, you know, fresh out of playing, a couple of years coaching, and then he gets a head coaching job. It's like, I, if I'm Patrick Graham, I'm, I'm losing my fucking mind. What do I got to do? Well, I, what do I got to do I'd like to see if D'Amico Ryans is that good as a defensive coordinator for the second best team in the NFC, maybe he should get a defensive coordinator job, paying more money to go to a team like the Raiders, who have the worst defense in the league and then let's see what D'Amico fucking Ryans does with the Las Vegas Raiders right to your uh, point with with those players with the players that you have right I right. mean you know I mean it's not like right. he's let's be real he's coaching up you know Johnny and Joe here you know yeah he's and like guys Johnny and Joe is by the way go go uh go knock down those passes and let's tackle some guys all right let's get out there yeah, he did coach the uh, the NFC or Defensive Player of the Year, right? Which screwed yeah. me because I so wanted Micah Parsons because I had bet on him. And Micah didn't Parsons get one, didn't get one vote. Didn't he was vote. so red hot in the beginning of the season. And then I just, it wasn't his play. His just stats cooled off. He was still a stud the entire second half of the season. Didn't, didn't get one vote. I can't believe that. I, I really just, that one was a head scratcher. He's, you know, I'm sure he's. he deserves to be pissed for not even getting a vote. I, he should have gotten votes. I mean, and now this is one thing that I don't know off the top of my head. I want to say he did. But didn't Bosa miss a game or two also? Yeah. With injury? Yeah. I, I don't think Parsons missed a single game this year. You know, but, I don't. I don't know, but 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 Bosa was very good. I mean, no no credit taken away from Bosa. He he played incredible. This no, year. for sure, he was great. I just it was shocking, and and everybody and their brother was saying that Bosa was going to win the award. I just couldn't believe it was in such a landslide uh, manner. But uh, so yeah. anyway, enough about D'Amico Ryan's and Nick Bosa. Back to. 
Super Bowl 57, LVII. Uh, like we said, Fox 630. Kevin Burkhart, Olsen calling the game. The Apple halftime show now. No longer Pepsi. Pepsi bowed out because they said, what the hell do we need to pay the NFL, you know, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars for sponsorship? Uh, well, what does this, does this do? Is the one and only Rihanna. So, Rock Nation uh, going to be front and center halftime show. They've been running it now for, God, I don't even know how many. I think like five years or so. I think the first year Rock Nation did it, was it the J-Lo Shakira one? Or maybe it was before that. And, you know, you had the uh, all-star rap West Coast uh, halftime show last year. And obviously Rock Nation, Jay-Z at the, at the lead of that. I imagine Jay-Z appears on stage. But that is one of the prop bets that we'll get to. But that is your halftime show, the great Rihanna and all of her forehead coming to you live for uh, Apple Music on the halftime show. So uh, we'll get to the game here. It is going to be played out in Arizona. Uh, the Eagles are currently favored over the Kansas City Chiefs, the AFC representation uh, by a point and a half. The over-under is 50 and a half points. 51 at some books, 50 and a half at others. But the spread has basically been one and a half in favor of the Eagles throughout. And right now, if you want to go to the stats, we'll check them out real quick. Right now, the Sharps are on the Chiefs. 59% of the tickets are, are on the Eagles side, and then 50% of the money pool is on the Eagles side. So you got the Sharps on one side, everybody else on the other. As for the over-under, it's completely opposite. Everybody, it's a trifecta game here. Everybody on the over, Sharps, 57% of the tickets, and 62% of the cash. So that's where we're at with all of the stats. It should be a good one, no? I mean, couldn't I th- ask for anything I think better. so. Yeah, I- like I was uh, telling some talking about with some guys at work, I, I I actually flip-flopped. I did a whole lot of research, and I apologize if all of a sudden I sound really a lot of research. Uh, I sound really echoey. My my wife has decided to clear out. She thinks to sell the house we have to get rid of every single thing that we use on a daily basis. So now my house is just an empty shell of what life could actually be like. But wouldn't it be amazing that actually did sell a house? And the person that bought it was like, you know what happened? You guys cleared out that one room and we just saw it a completely different way. Yeah. We really did. It's about to get all stupid up in here! No, no, seriously. It was the empty room. It was the empty room that did it all. We can't make it look like we actually live in the house. So like every time that we know someone's coming or we have an open house, we take all the shit that we own, everything, and she just throws it in the garage. In the garage. Well, uh, you know, so yeah. long as nobody goes in the garage because then they open the door and they're like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and then, and then they open the garage door and Fucking Alyssa goes, quarters. Oh, um, Alyssa goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about the mess. Just don't mind the mess. It's like, okay. Whoopsie. Uh, like, uh, sir, do you know that your kitchen knives are, uh, your butcher blocking kitchen knives are in the garage? Yes, I do. <laughs> I was planning on killing my Thank wife. Thank you. Don't ruin it. Thank you. For, I, I had no idea they were, that's where they were. <laughs> Did somebody actually um, say that to you? No. Oh, no. I thought it's just like that you, could be in 2023 an actual comment from It's a, like you, you, you open the door to the garage and you see like uh, sweatshirts, jackets, dog toys, uh, knives, and, and anybody would be like, mm, Yeah, you well, guys just... You just threw your shit in the garage. 
But, you know, I mean, that's at least for us. And, you know, we don't really have a ton of storage in the house. And, the you know, this, is a, this house is 1960-something. So our garage is not big enough for any car. Uh, you know, I mean, it's bare, you know, a motorcycle if, if you're lucky. And so everybody basically uses their garage as storage. So I'm, I'm used to that, you know. Uh, I mean, I wish I wasn't, but I am. Um, you know, but I just trying I to sell a house that. that looks immaculate and is empty all over the place. And then you open up the garage and then you're like, oh, this is where they put everything. Yeah. I, you you lived in Florida long enough. I, I don't know if you guys ever had a garage. Never had a garage. Like, nope. We had a yeah. townhouse with two parking spots and no garage. Yeah, it's just it's so with with the sun being so hot and just the constant uh, rain and mud and it's like it's just so much better and to keep your car in the garage. So Alyssa's car looks fucking immaculate, and I'm stuck. Uh, she took my parking spot, and that's where she shoved oh, man. All, all all the house. But anyway, back to what we were saying about and the, boom the game. goes the dynamite. First world problems, right there, folks. Yeah. So, uh, did a lot of research, and I actually flipped, uh, and I switched who I was going to pick for the game from KC to Philadelphia. That's where you're leaning. Well, I mean, let, let's just go go back before we get to our picks, but it should be a good game regardless of outcome, right? I mean, these are two fairly even teams. I mean, that that's what's being sold. I'm not saying that that's what I think, but that's what's being sold right now. And I'm hoping the, it goes that way. All the pods and uh, uh, news I've, I've seen and read, everybody seems to think Philly's going to jump out to a big lead and then just run the ball. That's what everybody's saying. Uh, I don't know. I, I've tried to stay away from all the podcasts that I usually listen to only because I, I didn't want any kind of outside thoughts until I... I did our podcast, and oddly enough, while I sit down in my basement, I turned on CBS Sports HQ. Uh, they should pay me for as much as I plug their uh, app, but I uh, I turned them on, and then all of a sudden, I have like my Super Bowl prop bets and some of the things we'll get into later. But then it was like, ah, oh. and, and the number one thing that they were talking about was one of the ones that I really liked, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm not. There's nothing original here, and it was and it was also the same explanations too. They were saying, oh yeah, and I like this guy for this for this reason, yada yada yada. I'm like, yep, yeah, me too. Okay, all right. That was pretty original right there. But, um, but yeah, I tried to stay away from all that stuff so it wouldn't cloud any of my judgment, but it doesn't really matter because I'm sure that everything that I'm thinking has been thought of by multi- a multitude of people out there in, in the world. But um, So you've been going back and forth, and ultimately, as you just stated, you just, oh, God, there she is. I'm watching CBS uh, Sports HQ, and sure enough, Katie Mox. Katie Mox, they're betting betting expert. They're betting experts on there. She gets gets more play on our fucking podcast. I I can't. It's just so annoying. So annoying. I I can't even. I used to have it. I I don't even know. Oh, there it is. Katie Mox. Enough. Enough. God. Enough. Anyway, I I can't help it. She's just up there. She's just up there. So anyway, a sports betting expert, Katie Moss. Anyway, um, so you were originally on Kansas City, right? Yes. According to what you said. So why'd you flip? Yes. Uh, because I went through the past 10 games for each team 
excluding the games where Jalen Hurts was was out. So I, I just went back to ten game last ten games that Jalen Hurts played, and the last ten games that uh, all of Kansas City was healthy. They had most of, if not all, their weapons. And what I came out to were was that, and I'm pulling up the numbers right now so I don't misquote, uh, Kansas City averaged. Oh, boy, you 20, really went into the, into the data here. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can, Philly averaged 31 points on offense. They gave up 17 and a half points on defense. Kansas City has uh, averaged 27 and a half points and given up 20 points on defense. So Philly is three and a half points better on offense, and they're two and a half points better on defense. Now, their, their opponents, each of those 10 games, had two opponents whose offenses ranked in the top, I think, uh, five I used. and So they didn't play those, good offenses is what you're saying in that regard. Yeah, eight of the ten were against horrible offenses. Sure, or okay. Offenses that, that didn't qualify for the not top. Not KC is, is the point. Right, not KC and not Philadelphia. And in those matches, Philly was... Uh, 2-0, unless you're including the games where he wasn't there when they played Dallas and they lost that game. Uh, and Kansas City was like 1-1, one and one, and they lost to Cincinnati, I think, um, whose offense was, was pretty high, highly ranked. So you're looking at a total, in my mind, of a 5.5-point differential in one way, shape, form, or another that I believe the spread should be but due to the fact that it's Patrick Mahomes, league MVP, and it's KC, who's been here every year for the past five years, I think that they lowered expectations and brought it down to one and a half. So I look at this game after all that data I went through, uh, analyzed, how shall sure. you put it, and I'm coming up with a spread of Philly should not lose this game by less than six points. Should not lose? Win. Sorry. Okay. Should not. They should win this game by no less than six points. Hence, my five and a half point spread. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, but you said that after all that you thought, you flipped. Because I'm going to tell you that I'm on the side of the Eagles, right? And before we get, you know, too deep in the weeds, I, I like the Eagles in this game. I hate the fact that I'm going to pick the Eagles because I'm a Giant fan, but I think they're the better team and get into it more as we go on. But you were on the Eagles, and then you flipped to the Chiefs. No, I was on the Chiefs and flipped oh, to the Eagles. Oh, you were on the Eagles. Chiefs on the Eagles because of everything two, that you said. Okay, all right. Two so weeks ago, that makes sense, right? When, okay. right, when we started, I was on the Chiefs, and I you couldn't talk me off of it. So then let me reverse I, it. You got to whip that. So let me reverse that. So... Why were you initially on the Chiefs? Because I believe that they're actually, I was on the Chiefs until I saw their players start to get hurt in the last game. But I was well, really on the injury report. Well, there's nobody injured. 
everybody is healthy with the exception, I think, of the Eagles punt returner. No, Hardman went to IR. Oh, yeah, yeah, McCall. Right, right, right. I'm I'm saying that everybody not on IR is in the game and healthy. Like there's not there's nobody on that. Yes. You know, Hartman and and, yeah. and and Edward Solaire is back. Right. So which one, is cra- which one is on fucking one fucking crazy. Yeah, how much play is he going to get with Pacheco uh doing what he's doing? So But again, uh, I not to you know, diverge too much from our course here. You were talking Kansas City. You were originally on them because Yes. You said you started because, to, you started to fade because of the injuries. Yes, I started to fade because of the injuries and then I started to fade because if Jordan Davis plays 2 weeks ago I I thought that their offense this was going to be a shootout hence everybody thinks it's an over no matter what it opened everybody up everybody like thinks four, it's an over not even close. Right. It's like 40 it's it opened up at 48 or something like that 48 and a half and it's all the way up to 51 or something like that. So uh, we're not idiots. Everybody can watch and see that these these offenses are really good. However, I don't think they have another person outside of Travis Kelsey that is going to be able to beat that defense. I I, I love what's his name. I love Pacheco. I do, but that that monster in the middle, Jordan Davis. I think that's his name for Philadelphia. Yeah, the rookie. Yeah, the kid from I think he's Alabama. Yeah, who got injured, and then they turned around and they ended up bringing in Nadamik and Sue after that. Two and, players, yeah, well, yeah Sue and, and, and somebody, somebody else. Uh, was it uh, Levi, uh, Joseph Leonard Leonard Floyd? No, not Leonard Floyd. Um, somebody. Well, they traded for Robert so, Quinn, right? That was a trade Quinn, in the middle of Quinn. the year, right? But then yeah. they also signed for Sue. And then I, I don't know said. when that Linval Joseph, right? He was the I started with the Giants. It's the only reason I remember the name, but I don't know, um, you know, if they ended up getting him. But regardless, right? So Quinn was an intra intra year trade. Dominic and Sue was signed on the fly uh, when they lost Davis. Um, but yes, Davis Davis has been a key cog for their defense, especially in the run. Yes, yeah. So I if they can't balance their attack with what Pacheco's been doing recently, they're going to have a really tough time of just flinging the ball around. And because of that, that's also, you know, we're going to get into the prop bets, but that's that's also a reason I have some of my prop bets specifically set the way they are. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just, as the weeks went on, I started to do the research because I was like, there's no, I started to do my bets last week. And nearing the end of last week, like last Friday, not not yesterday, you know, last Friday, and I, I'm doing the reshoots like Friday night, and and I'm like, God, I'm picking so many Chiefs in all these bets, and I, like I need to do more research. That's when I broke down the numbers of how good each defense was, and sure, and the opponents, okay, the opponents, but like reality is. Kansas City has played strength of schedule a, a more difficult schedule. They have uh, the Eagles, however, have they're they're like a college team versus a high school team. Like they they were smoking people for a while. Then people oh, caught sure. up to they, then people caught up to them a little bit. They ran into a tough Justin Fields who just you know kind of. Did his own thing in that game. Yeah, well, Fields had changed. That game was after they had done the Fields, 
you know, yes. offensive strategy yeah. change. Right, and that's tough to guard against because you you have all this film on 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 somebody. We've discussed this. You have all this film on Fields as a thrower, and now all of a sudden they're just running it, and you change your whole scheme because of it. Like that's tough to guard against. But that was also a game without Jordan Davis. But they also lost to Washington. What when Washington just dismantled them on Monday Night Football? Well, that was their first and, loss, right? Yeah. That was the first loss of the season. Yeah, and so they got that out of the way, and and the other two losses were just without Jalen Hurts. So there is a very interesting statistic or very interesting quote I've been seeing going around the internet, and I believe it was from the the San Francisco kicker, and I, I know it was a shot at the guy, but he said if you make uh, if you make uh, uh, Justin uh, um, if you make Jalen Hurts if- play. <laughs> Like, you just said, if you make, 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 I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Uh, was, was it Chevy Chase? Make Jalen Hurts, yes. It was Chevy Chase in, uh, is, it, is it the first Caddyshack? The, he's talking to Danny and he can't, he can't say what he's trying to say at the end. He's like, you can make, make, you know, make the part. You know, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm losing here. Danny. Yes, yes, yes. Because he wasn't in the second um, one. He was gone, right? Or was yeah. he in the second one? I can't remember. No, he was in the he wasn't in the third one. I don't think there was a third one, right? Well, the second one, yeah, they lost Bill Murray in the first one, and they replaced him with Dan Aykroyd. They lost Roddy Dangerfield in the first one. They replaced him with uh, Jackie Mason. I think Chase Didn't they... did the second Caddyshack, but I don't remember. Caddyshack 3. No, there was no Caddyshack 3, was there? I know they did a black Caddyshack. They called it something else. I forget what it was, but it was it was just black Caddyshack. They just redid it, and it was called something else. I think that was like Cedric the Entertainer. Um, but I don't remember Caddyshack three. Oh, oh, I'm I'm thinking of an article I read. There was there was confirmation that they were uh, filming it, and I, I I don't know. I guess they I guess they didn't, but um, because Bill Murray was supposed to come back or something for it. Um, Okay, so now now you got <laughs> on, me all on, here on fucking it, track. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Uh, can I? I got to. Uh, here, hold on one second. Let me. Uh, th- I think this is what you just reminded me of. See your future. Be your future. Make, make, make it, make it, make your future, Danny. I'm- make, make your future, Danny. <laughs> See your future. So anyway, like you were saying, make, make. Make if you make Jalen Hurts play the quarterback position, your defense will have a great day. Uh, I maybe I don't know. I will say I agree with you one hundred percent. In I think this game is decided by one player and one player only, and that is Jalen Hurts. Because the way that I looked at the game, look. I think that the best player on the field is obviously Mahomes, right? The best receiver on the field might be Kelsey, right? Uh, if not Kelsey, I don't, I don't know. Like A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, they, they're two completely different players. Um, it's going to be, you know, Smith, I think, they just drafted him in 21, I think. So he's got a while before his redo. But eventually, I would imagine you're either going to have to like wrap up that AJ Brown deal, and uh, and then give the money to Smith, 
because no, 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 no. They already they already paid Brown. No, they paid Brown. I know, but I think it was a four year deal, right? They traded for him. They did a four yeah. year. He's one year down. He's got three left. I'm saying that you're going to have a Hertz resign, Smith resign, and Brown resign all within the same couple of years. No, Hertz can be resigned now after this year. Right. Well, well okay. Yes. I'm talking about, like, give me a span of three years, right? Because, I mean, you know, it, it's contracts. I mean, sometimes big contracts all come together at the same time. You're looking at, you know, like Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley right now, both coming to a head at the same time. But usually it's like a year or two in between, and you got to figure out over the course of time how you're going to pay him, right? So A.J. Brown just got paid. Jalen Hurts is going to have to get paid. He he was drafted in twenty, right? So you got to. Uh, he was a second rounder, not a first rounder, right? So you got the four year deal that goes to twenty four. So he can get re-signed now. Smith was the year after him, so you're going to have a re-signing of him. And then at that point, you know AJ Brown's going to be two or three years into his four year deal, right? So uh, point being is that you're going to have to sign all these guys. Uh, I don't know who's better, Brown or or Smith. I'm a little, you know, I, I like Smith, but A.J. Brown had a pretty solid year. I, I don't think either of them is as good as Kelsey as a pure receiver. So Kansas City has the top two players, I guess, on offense, if you ask me. But on a whole, outside of those two, I think Philadelphia owns the rest of everything. I think they got the better line, offense and defense, I think they got better linebackers. I think they have a better wide receiver unit overall. I the secondary I probably throw their way too. You know, maybe not. I don't know. I'm, I I I like uh, I like Snead. I like Reed. Uh, McDuffie's a rookie, but you know he's been a right. You know, I I don't know. I, I just think that a lot of the the separate units. I throw Philadelphia's way, and I think ultimately they're a better team. What prevents them from winning this game? I think it's if Hurts stinks up the field. So long as Hurts doesn't tank, I would think that they're probably going to win and, and maybe way more than the one and a half. Right? Like, how yeah. does how does KC yeah. win this game? Uh, I guess you're going to have to... Probably get out to. They're gonna have to do what they do to everybody. They're gonna beat them up early and let Philly come back and hope to hold them off. Like they're they're let you're gonna need Mahomes to score, right? You're gonna need some kind of game out of Mahomes, and then you're gonna need their defense to prevent Philly from scoring. And if Hurts plays an above average game. Not his greatest game, but, you know, above average. I, I, you know, and look, we've talked about, I, I always mention him, but, I, you know, Spagnolo's good. I he's, I he's only as good as, like you said, his defensive players take him. And I don't know, you know, outside of Chris Jones, if there's big standouts here. You know, Frank Clark's getting a little long in the tooth. Uh, you know, they drafted uh, Carl Offitus, who I don't even think he's on their first string in the Super Bowl depth chart. But, you know, and then uh, Watson, uh, cornerback, he was a rookie this year too. McDuffie, like I mentioned, is a rookie. So they've got rookies going in that game. On the flip side, there's not one single rookie on Philadelphia's defense. So, you know, I think it's going to be a tough task for to ask the Kansas City defense to stop 
the Philadelphia offense, where I think Philly's defense can, you know, limit Mahomes to an extent. He's great. He's phenomenal. I hear people talking about him being the greatest quarterback of all time already. I think it's a little early for that, but, I mean, he is pretty good. So, I just, trying to think in my mind, and tell me if I'm wrong, ways for Kansas City to win, it's a lot harder to think that way than ways to think of Philadelphia winning. Yeah. I I just, I, I think it's very easy to write this game script from an obvious perspective, and the fact that it's the Super Bowl is what's twisting everybody's mind. Like You mean like if it's a Week 7 game? Right. It's totally different. If it's a Week totally 7 game, what different. do you think the spread is? You think the spread's different? Yeah, I think it's... Phil- uh, well, if it would... It, it would be at be somebody's new- stadium, right? Yeah, I know. Right, right. So if it's at Philadelphia, it's probably closer to minus... Six. Wow, you think it'd be that heavy? I think it should be that heavy. I'm shocked it's not. I no no no. I <laughs> I don't want to dabble too too much into later bets, but I'm in agreement with you. But I'm just saying, as an odd maker, I would think in Philadelphia, week seven, maybe four and a half. I mean, you're talking a, a, the difference of a point. Well, I mean, it's big. Point, point, point and a half is big, but no. It, if it's five and a half versus four and a half, you're winning by six or you're winning by five. I mean, it's a point. All right, all right, whatever. Right, let's not belabor the point. We both are in agreement that it would be much heavier toward toward Philadelphia. And if it was at, in Kansas City, Kansas City by like two and a half, not quite the three. I was going to say if it's in Kansas City it's probably a pickem wow a pickem no i think they probably still give it to Kansas City in Kansas City but um i you know i'm not a point and a half like you said is not that far off so it's nothing to really argue about but yes so point being the super bowl spread is a little head-scratching, seeing that we both think that Philadelphia is the better team and probably should be favored by more. Yeah. And it looks like everybody's going that way too, right? Because we just we, we quoted all the, the bets, and minus the Sharps, who are going toward Kansas City. You know, you're looking at almost 60% in both the tickets and the money pool in favor of Philadelphia. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, to me, I think it's all Jalen Hurts. I think if Jalen Hurts ends up having a bad game, Kansas City can take this, can take this, and, and run with it. But I think so long as Hurts is average to above average, I I think it's Eagles. And I think ultimately, you know, I don't want to say it, but it'll probably be a an, a pretty handy, you know, Eagles win, and then they're going to be, you know, celebrating the streets, eating shit, and everything else that the Philadelphians like to do when they win championships. <laughs> I, I'm Whatever praying. happened to horse shit guy? Do we know? No. I am praying that uh, Philly loses this game. I, I think they're going to win. So but am I. For everything I'm going to have to listen to and hear about for the next however long, uh, I'm praying they lose. 
Well, I am too, sir. I am too, although it looks like the both of both of us are on the side of the Eagles. So let's get into the bets. Let's start. You want to do some props? I know you'd probably not have looked at this, but we'll start with the Super Bowl halftime show. Here we go. Super Bowl halftime show. It's all about Rihanna. I will throw out the I went to I had to go to my bookie AG to get these. I couldn't find them in a lot of other spots. They definitely weren't on uh, DraftKings, which is where I end up going for specific reasons uh, known to my brother and I. But uh, I went to my bookie AG for this one. And here we go. Rihanna shows cleavage. Yes or no? Yes. Yes, that is minus 500 versus the plus 270 for no. Uh, shoe color, her first shoe color. Who? What do you think is the leader out of the leader in the clubhouse currently? Silver. Silver is third. Silver's third, tied for third. Uh, it is uh, silver and white is third. Number two is red. And number one shoe color is... Black, black at plus 200. Uh, accessories, does she wear a necklace or no? Oh, my God. Of course she does. She does. That is minus 400 versus the plus 250 for not wearing one. Uh, does Jay-Z come on stage, yes or no? I would hope not. Well, that's plus 120. The favorite is him being on stage at minus 160. I guess singing a little umbrella, Ella, Ella, A. A. Speaking of A, what about Drake, A? Uh, yeah, that's a Canadian reference for those that didn't get it. Uh, Drake on stage, yes or no? No. Why would Drake be there? Oh, my God. He's got a bunch of songs with her. So uh, take Yeah, ca- but Drake sucks. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, he, but he's, like, mega famous and, uh, you know, super hot right now, and it's Rock Nation. I mean, I, I could see both of them being on stage. Although, uh, him being on stage is no. He is the favorite no, so you were correct in that sense. Minus 150 for no, plus 110 for yes. Who else is a part of Rock Nation? Who owns Rock Nation? Well, I think Rock Nation was a joint venture with Jay-Z and, uh, you know, Live Nation, right? And so, and I think Jay-Z bought all of uh, Rockaware and, well, no, Rockaware they sold... And then um, he bought the rest of uh, Rock Records or whatever they were called uh, ages ago, right? He bought Dame Dash out. They had to fall out the whole nine yards. But um, so I think it's just him. You know, I, there might be other investors. I, I, I'm not sure. So that's a, a story for another podcast. But uh, so Drake and Jay-Z, they're favoring Jay-Z being on stage. Not yet Drake, but it's not by a lot. Um, let's see. State sunglasses, Rihanna. Yes or no on the sunglasses? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, the future is so bright, you got to wear shades. And that is actually <clears throat> the underdog at plus 120. Uh, no sunglasses on stage is the favorite at minus 170. And finally, the last Super Bowl halftime prop. Does Rihanna fall down on stage? <gasps> yes or no? I swear to God, that's no. a prop. No. No is minus one, <laughs> minus 1,500. Uh, I mean, no is minus 1,500. Yes, she falls down on stage is plus 750. Wow, plus 750 is not a lot, especially being no is minus 150. I mean, Jesus. 
you know, give a little bit of money for her falling down on stage. So anyway, that was the uh, Super Bowl halftime, uh, Super Bowl halftime show bets. Uh, we'll go into the other prop bets. We could do this eight million ways. You want to talk about things that you like, or do you want to just go randomly around? There are so many prop bets. I don't even know how to tackle the monster. I grabbed ones that I liked and I thought were interesting. Um, I, maybe you did the same. So just let me know. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I there. I mean, I I relate I relate uh, the Super Bowl to the Kentucky Derby because it's a game and a race that you just analyze every which way, and you can convince yourself on Monday it's one thing of one way, and then Tuesday you're like, oh, I actually I changed my mind. I like this, and Wednesday you're like, oh, I don't like either of those choices. I like this. And so you just keep you can keep going through all of them, man. And it's like it, there's just so much. There's just it's just never ending props. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, all right, I'll, we'll start. I'll let you go, and then I'll go, and we'll just go back and forth with different things, and maybe we have some overlap in the props that we like. Okay. Uh, I gotta pull up all. I've screenshotted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine different. Things either same game parlays or single props I like, but well, I mean, uh, how about the you want to you want to start with like the the I don't know some of the given ones. Did you, did you like any of the Gatorade ones? Uh, yes. Uh, the the Andy Reid got got doused with orange the last time. They yes, he was orange, and I I actually hit that one. I got that one. Uh, I remember that. I had that one that year. And so I was intrigued by the odds. I'm trying to pull it up again here. Uh, do you have all the odds in front of you? Yeah, yeah, I, I got all of them here. So I, I, well, I'm going with red because orange got picked already. Blue actually, I think, got another year. So, yellow and green is in first place at plus 165, orange at plus 300. And then after that, you go into the 400s with blue, red, pink, into the 700s with purple, water, and then plus 1,200 for none. So, I went with red because I don't remember the last time red got hit. So, I was just going with red only because I've seen the other ones. I don't want to take the favorite. So, red would have been the one I leaned to there. Uh, what's orange? Orange is plus three hundred. That that is in second yes. place. Yes, I like I like orange. Plus you like orange? Yeah. So I I like the red one. So those were the Gatorade props. Uh, you know, and we won't go through like coin flips and all that kind of shit because they're basically 50-50 bets. What I did see in relation to the coin toss, which I thought was interesting, was win the coin toss and win the game. If you like Kansas City to win the coin toss and win the game, you can get them at plus 300. If you like Philadelphia, it's at plus 250. So basically that breaks down to Kansas City four times your money or Philadelphia three and a half times your money. I like that because I like Philadelphia, and so long as they win the coin toss, then I would get three and a half times my money, and that is something that I will put money on later on. I don't like that. Well, I mean, it's arbitrary in the sense that they've got to win the coin toss, right? But if they win the coin toss and then you have the team as well, all of a sudden, you know, for like a money line bet, you're at four, three and a half times your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. So uh, some of the other ones that are, are huge, uh, 
huge odds that are talked about every year. Octopus and the Scorigami. Octopus is the uh, player scores the touchdown, and then the two point con- never happened conversion. It's only happened, I guess, a hundred and I don't know, hundred and sixty five times, something to that effect, since they put in the two point conversion all the way back in ninety four. That's when the two point thing came around. Ninety four. That's when I graduated high school, for Christ's sake. Uh, the octopus is plus fourteen hundred. Scorigami, which is a never. A score never had before in the Super Bowl, that is at plus 2,000. So that's like 21 times your money. So uh, some other random things. Yeah, but you need to but you need to explain that. Like you, you mean like a... It's a score never... that has never been experienced in the Super Bowl before. A final score right. that is unique. A unique final score. Right. So field goal to hit a point, a, a, a doink... That is, uh, yes to that is plus 450 or five and a half times your money. So those are just some of the basic ones that always float around novelty type stuff. Uh, what are some of the ones that you were looking at yourself? Uh, you know, things like both teams to complete their first pass attempt. Like that's Oh, you were, looking at the, you were looking at the really far out ones. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't even digest half that stuff. There is literally a bet for anything that you want to do. There is yes. a, you know, the first three scores, like who who they are and what they are, you know, like touchdown, 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 or touchdown, field goal, touchdown. It is like... Will there will there be an offensive touchdown scored on a fourth down? Love it. Yeah. I, I mean, it really... I, if there's just something that you like, there's something out there. I just... I, I, got, I got tired of looking at them all. Because it was like, how do you honestly fucking comprehend half this shit? Not comprehend, it's easy to comprehend, but how can you honestly make a judgment pick here without just like, just saying like, yeah, just throwing money in the wind. You can't, you can't even parlay these, which pisses me off. Well, you can do same game parlay with stuff, but you can't do it, I think, with all these novelties and crazy cross-sport specials and, and, you know, drive parlays and I mean forget it mm-hmm. uh, jersey yeah. number combined jersey number of all touchdown scorers jersey number over under of first touchdown score over under of 11 and a half yeah d- dude I just <laughs> Jalen Hurts like Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes to throw one plus touchdowns like that's minus twenty thousand to one, right? Like if you were a well, billionaire, why don't you just fucking throw tw- well, twenty you, million? You do see that. You you do see, and I mean, you know, they, they probably don't talk about it, but there are many bets put on by very wealthy individuals on like surefire winners. That are like, yeah. you know, you bet on it just to win a little bit, right? Uh, you know, diehard gamblers and people super invested. I, You know, many just do straight up bets. And this is not all gamblers, right? I'm just talking about, you know, the select ones. But it is a, definitely a strategy where the, it's just straight up bets, right? And on any given week, they'll have, you know, the the point spread taken in X amount of games and then just the money line on what you would think is surefire winners just to pad their, you know, pad their bankroll. And sometimes it doesn't work out. So, you know, that's, if you're a millionaire, why wouldn't you take that? No, why not? Maybe some millionaires are like, oh, yeah, you know, I do want a 200000 on a million. Uh, so I'll take that. 
So uh, yeah, like it'll cost you twenty thousand to win a hundred bucks, but it'll cost you two hundred thousand to win a thousand. It'll cost you two million to win ten thousand. Like, yeah, that's not worth it. Yeah, nobody's doing that. I I, I mean, but if you go to twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> and you go on, and you go on, and you go on, yeah. and you go on, and you go on. Twenty so, million till the end of time. Grand. You can just hear the clock going, and on, and on, yeah. and on. It's like the Energizer Buzzy Bunner Bunny, right? Buzzer, Energizer Buzzer. So, um, all right. Well, I mean, I will, I will show. You. I'll, I'll just be the one that says some of the things that I. The uh, two touchdowns, two plus touchdowns. Did you look at any of those? Because it's like yeah. a whole category. Jalen Jalen Hurts is like plus six hundred. MVS was plus twenty two hundred, which is twenty three yeah. times your money, and he's been kind of like their savior in the wide receiver position as of now. I mean, he came yeah. through and had a great game last week. You know, and I, you know, if they do take deep shots, you know, I like him more than Juju. And, you know, he's kind of got the hot hand. You know, you could do worse for 23 times your money. I, yeah, I, you know what I was looking for and I couldn't find in um, DraftKings was interceptions. Uh, interceptions is going to be in the defensive, uh, defensive props. So you're going to look, uh, is it going to be player pops and then defensive special teams? Uh, no, they have defensive special team parlays. I found this before. Um, but if you were looking at player, not player parlays, game props, uh, they got defensive. I was actually, when I was scrolling through all of them, I found it. Uh, now you're going to put me on the spot and I'm not going to know. Oh, you is. did? You, it's in here somewhere? Yeah, 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 yeah. There definitely is because I was looking at all of them. So... Um, uh, not the game lines. Because uh, that's my awards. favorite. Yeah, you couldn't find the, uh, the defense. Or, well, DST. Okay, so across the top, if you're on the, for those scoring at home, if you're in the, the DraftKings app and you're on Super Bowl LVII, otherwise known as 57, and you scroll across that top one, the games lines, quick, uh, same game parlay, etc. Got it. You'll ultimately see defensive it's slash special teams. It's all the props. way. It's all the way at the bottom. And then at the very side, or depending on if you're using an iPad or an iPhone, it's their interception props. So, and there you can see uh, everything yeah. there. So, no interceptions plus two hundred or two ten. And then Slay, uh, Gardner Johnson, any other Eagle player are the first three. Out of the clubhouse, there uh, plus seven hundred, plus eight hundred, plus eight hundred. So. Oh yeah, there he is, TJ Edward, TJ motherfucking Edwards, plus three thousand, plus three thousand. Oh wow, look at you go. So I mean, yeah, I mean, plus three thousand. It's a it's a nice return on your dollar right there. You know, that's going to be over to make. But this is the key here is to make times the your dollar. This is to make the first interception. Uh oh, it's it's first interception. I didn't even see that. So yeah, I mean first interception. I mean come on, but an interception, an interception, right? So I mean, make the first one or any. You know. Oh yeah. Same to thing make with the first, first, sack. first sack. You know. I, I love mean, it. First sack. I love first sack and first interception. I'm definitely definitely throwing some money down. First first sack. Nadamik and Sue. There you go. Plus three thousand. Well, I mean, all right. So here are the ones that I was looking at. 
I, I, I mentioned that MVS one. They also have a touchdown and win category. I kind of like Justin Watson in that one because if Kansas City ends up winning this game, I feel like they're going to need scoring. You would imagine it's going to be Kelsey, MVS maybe. But Watson has had sneaky touchdowns throughout the season where it's like, you know, they need him in a spot and all of a sudden here comes this, this other tight end out of nowhere. And so, you know, Kansas City gets the win. I would think there would probably be some scoring maybe from some odd places. Throw Justin Watson in there, and you're getting plus 1,100, which is 12 times your money. Um, so I looked at that one. Uh, the MVP, and this is where I turned on CBS Sportsline, as I referred to earlier. Did you look at the MVP uh, the MVP odds at all? Oh, yeah. A so bunch. You like any of them? Because I, I have no. the same thought process for both sides. I, I mean, I have one. I have one. One I picked out as a long shot, based off of Action Network's podcast and uh, a little research I did. I, they they were talking about some things on there on that pod that I liked. Well, I, I mean, do you want to offer them, or you want me to offer mine instead? Uh, well, it's been out of the past thirty. Uh, Super Bowls, 15 of them have had a defensive touchdown. That's one every two games. Okay. And you would think if there's going to be a defensive touchdown, it's probably going to be a lead from Philadelphia over Kansas City while Kansas City's trying to catch up. Therefore, I'm going to go with the guy that was – destroying the world before he got hurt. And that's CJ Gardner Johnson to be the Super Bowl MVP. Oh God. Plus La- plus twenty thousand. Plus twenty th- plus twenty thousand. So you're talking about Larry Brown part two. Yeah. Right? Larry Brown part two there. So uh yeah, I mean whatever. Th- throw money at it, baby, right? I mean you're we're trying to clock in here. So it doesn't it's, matter. It's it's five bucks to win a thousand. You know, you'll, you'll get nothing and like it, or uh, you won't, and you'll cash in a ton. Uh, well, all right, so, well, I was looking different. So, with the MVP races, the thing that I was thinking was, and you see this from time to time, right? Right now, the favorites are Hertz and, and, uh, Hertz and Mahomes, uh, obviously, in the flip order. But, I mean, doesn't Miles Sanders and Pacheco, like, have some kind of shot here? being, you know, like the lead back in both of those offenses. Because let's say that Hurts has a mediocre game, right? I I don't think that puts them out of it. Um, You know, I definitely think that then leads toward Mahomes and the Chiefs. But I could see a game where either Pacheco takes off or Sanders takes off and has some kind of crazy, you know, game on the ground, multiple touchdowns, 100-something yards, where either the offenses aren't clicking, maybe Mahomes' ankle's a little off, maybe the two-week layoff impacts them, maybe Hurts' shoulder is you know, still banged up a little bit. Who knows? But currently, Sanders is at 23 times your dollar, and Pacheco is at 41. And I thought those were both crazy, maybe more so Sanders on the team that's favored than Pacheco. Yeah, I... I don't think Pacheco Pacheco's going to do shit, bro. I I mean, you say that, but the Super Bowl is the same game where you had like Timmy Smith go off for 200 plus yards. 
right? I mean, you just single games, you see random stuff, you know, and, and in that game, I mean, there's a chance for anything. And if it doesn't come through the air, it comes on the ground. And in this case, I mean, Sanders and Pacheco, I think, are the two guys. Now, yes, I agree with you that Philadelphia's defense is pretty stout. So you would imagine, you know, that's probably why Pacheco's at 41 times your money um, or plus 4,000 if, if you want the odds. So, but I think worth a couple of worth a couple of shells, no? I guess a couple of bucks. It's not, It's you know, it's not the worst bet in the world. Uh, and you could double that up. With they also have, you know, if you break X record, so now passing yardage is ridiculous. It's the Tom Brady game, right, where he threw for five hundred something yards. That was Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think the rushing yardage is, and the receiving yardage is two hundred and something yards, but the rushing yardage is Timmy Smith. I I still think it's Timmy Smith with two hundred something yards. So if you like any of those running backs for the MVP, it would probably become. A, you know, on the ground because of a good game. And so if you break the rushing record, that's another yes plus 2,500 or 26 times your money. So you, you you piggyback the MVP with a running back with the rushing record and you get yourself, you know, big multipliers there spread out. Kind of crazy. Like you could, I mean, you could definitely luck out into, I don't even know, man, uh, like you can make hundreds of thousands just off of like the dumbest little bets. And I was with a kid last year that won like $50,000 on the first interception of the game. And I'm like, dude, how is that possible? And, and he was like, Oh, well I had, he like, I don't know. He, you know, he's on a legal website and he was like parlaying parlayed the coin toss with the the first touchdown and the first interception. <laughs> yeah, and I, was I like, mean, you throw enough against the wall and boom. And I was like, what? And he cashed out like 52 grand. It was good like, for wow. him. I, I mean, I, wow. I will never in my lifetime hit something like that, at least not that I think of, maybe my next lifetime. But, yeah, um, right. you know, I, I mean, look, uh, you want to talk about crazy things that, you know, I don't know if you can parlay any of these, but fastest ball carrier? That's another one. I, and Miles Sanders in that one was plus 1,200. Uh, and his 40 time was, I think, uh, might be 0.49 to Devontae Smith's 0.48. So, you know, I mean, he was fast as hell. And Devontae Smith is second, uh, I think, in that category. So that's another oddball one, fastest ball carrier. Um, they have the, I, I don't know, I call him the Philly special props and that was uh you know a re- uh, any quarterback to have a reception or any quarterback to have a TD reception and then any non quarterback to have a TD pass and I and like what what, are, what the are the odds quarterback to have a reception just a reception is plus 1200 that's 13 times your money to have a touchdown reception which basically would be repli- you know uh, duplicative of the Philly special that is plus 2800 which is 29 times your money and then for any kind of quarterback you know a wide receiver reverse throw or uh you know a halfback throw that's going to be that quarterback uh, non quarterback touchdown pass is plus 1800 or 19 times your money so all of those are like pretty big 
Yeah. I uh, it's not a bad it's not a bad play, especially because the odds are just so high. Well, not They're to like, mention, think about Philly, right? Like that Philly special was. If they do that, oh it my was God. so iconic that if they're winning or they're comfortable or maybe they're even in a tight spot and they need something to bring, can't you see him calling it again just to try to <laughs> harness course. that lightning in a bottle, right? Of course. So of course, I just I thought that those odds were crazy with with a a team in it that had some kind of notable play that you know you could see them trying to go back into the well. Yeah, yeah, I, I it's not a bad play at all. I like it. Yeah. I actually, I'm considering it right now. Yeah. So uh, and then I don't know any there's I, most receiving yards I looked at. I I thought that MVS at, at plus 900, and Kadarius Tony, who's going to play, he'll never finish the game. I know that. But remember, this is the same Kadarius Tony that, you know, for the Giants, he got in there like one game and had, you know, whatever, 180 yards or whatever the hell it was. And whenever he plays, he looks phenomenal. He just never plays a full game. Oh, such a such crazy I mean, dude. he is made out of tissue paper, but uh, he's at plus 2,000 for most receiving yards, which is 21 times your money. And I thought both of those, you know, had a little value in them. But, I mean, regardless, the, the, those are, you know, oddball things that I looked at. I, I mean, are there any ones that I missed here that you were looking at? I know you were looking at the interception, which was the first interception. Yeah, I I, I, I totally missed this. I mean, I knew about the I, – I stopped, I guess, at uh, tackles and assists. I guess I never even saw the interception at the bottom. But – um Nothing, nothing really crazy. I have, you know, a couple. I, I have a bunch of same game parlays that I like. Uh, we discussed the MVP. Uh, I do like the under on on the on a single player prop for Isaiah Pacheco. I do have a mixture of two different defensive players that I like. They had a they were offering a DST parlay of. TJ Edwards over 10 tackles plus uh, Hassan Reddick with two plus sacks. Well, let me ask you this before you continue, and I don't mean to barrel over you, but did you bet these things? Yeah. Okay, so then you want to get into our bets now? Because, I mean, you can just talk about them in your bets. Yeah, I mean, it might make more sense. We could do that. Yeah. Sure. All right, so let's go into our gambling segment. So. I'll I'll let you start because I I talked about things that I liked and I I did bet those but I'll get to those you know when it's my turn. You were just noting just before about things that you liked. So why don't you go and and let us know where you're throwing your money in? Now, did you do this first your bankroll because I I you know your bankroll at one point I think it was around 7500 maybe somewhere around there. But I don't know yeah, how 70s. it made out with last week the last game which was the conference championships. Uh, the championships, I did not, I, I, I like broke even from what I had written down. I, I don't even, uh, no, I did not. I'm sorry. I lost. Those are the ones I lost last week, two weeks ago. Um, yes, this is going to be against my bankroll. I just threw, I, I was trying really hard to, to mix some player props, uh, and have some same game parlays with. Player props, uh, same game parlays with anytime touchdowns, same game parlays for all Kansas City, same game parlays for all Philadelphia. I tried to to spread the wealth 
evenly to get some good value without having to bet too much on one thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I got you. So uh, to start, I got an alternate spread because of, once again, I talked about that math I did and and all the analytics led me to believe the Eagles are going to lay five and a half. So that juiced that up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to mix that with actually an alternate under spread of under 54 and a half. Under 54 and a half? Yep. Okay. Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown and Jarek McKinnon anytime touchdown. All right. And so that's going to give me odds of plus 3,000. So I'm going to lay 15 on that. So, oh, you're you're going to parlay all of those together? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So Philly, five and a half, alt spread, alt uh, over under 54 and a half. Then you have yep. Hertz touchdown. And what was the other one? And McKinnon. And McKinnon. And you're going to have that yep. together for uh, whatever whatever you said it was, plus something, 3,000? Yeah, plus 3,000, right. So then I'm going to do the exact same uh, parlay, but instead of Hertz, I'm going to throw in Goddard, and that jacks my odds to plus 4,000. Okay, all right. So then you take Hertz out of the last one, you throw in Goddard instead, and then it goes up. Yes, goes gotcha. up to four thousand plus four thousand. So next, I have some uh, some player props, and so what I'm going to do here is I actually got really really good odds on here. Uh, I got Jalen Hurts under two hundred and twenty four yards. Two twenty four was his over under. Yeah, okay. under two twenty four. These are these are going to be all you know. These are going to be all lines because. They give you a bunch of options on yeah, DraftKings. You, right. If you go through it. Right. And Same so with I chose most sports books, so Yeah. So under two twenty four for Hertz. Under forty four rushing yards for Pacheco. Yeah, you hate Pacheco in this game because of that Philly D. I hate him. Um over Devontae Smith, sixty nine and a half yards. So over seventy yards. Yeah, I was looking at Smith's over under, and I, again, they always give Brown the higher over under, and so I always like Smith more. Yeah, especially because if you've done your research this week, then you know that the Kansas City defense on you know you and your fucking statistic you love to use. DOA. Uh, yes, is twenty sixth. On Brown's side, I mean, uh, Devontae Smith's side, and they're second in the league on A.J. Brown's side. Right. Well, there you go. But don't use that side so, if you don't like DVOA. So. I don't. So, anyway, to complete the, the player prop parlay, I threw in Hassan Reddick to get a sack, and that parlay gives me plus 7,000 odds. Jesus Christ, you threw in Reddick with a sack, too? Yep. You know, that bum, I drafted him to be my defensive end in my IDP league that has a dedicated defensive lineman. And I cut him after like a couple of games because he yeah, just he sucked. He was terrible. And then he just came on like an animal in the second half of the season and just went nuts. And then, uh, which is cumulative, uh, you know. Continued into the postseason. So, all right. So, Hertz under Pacheco under 
Smith over Reddick Sack, and that got you plus 3,000, did you say, or more than that? Plus 7,000. Plus 7,000. Jeez. Yeah. So, next, I got... Did you do anything see, like a, like a, for the poor man, like plus 300 or plus 200 or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're roll, champ. Okay. So, CJ Gardner-Johnson, plus 20,000, Super Bowl MVP. Right. You were talking about that, sure. Yes. Isaiah Pacheco... Rushing plus receiving, sixty-eight and a half yards under. Uh, That's really, a lot. Really hating Pacheco. Are these all That's singles, or are you doing another? No, I'm. Ba- yeah, I'm. Ba- these are a couple singles. So, okay. so they they won't really let me. Uh, uh, they won't let me parlay these specific ones. Sure. So, uh, Pacheco under sixty-eight and a half. Next is what I just talked about: the defensive prop uh, plus fifteen hundred. And you get T.J. Edwards plus ten tackles, Hassan Reddick two plus sacks. Okay, so T.J. Edwards plus Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Okay, so Edwards tackles and and Reddick sack, and what does that get you? Plus fifteen hundred. Okay. Uh, then I'm gonna do my Philadelphia Eagle same game parlay. And then I'm going to do a Kansas City same-game parlay. So I got anytime touchdowns, Brown and Goddard. All right. Devontae Smith, over 69.5 yards. Okay, so Brown, Goddard, touchdown, Smith over yardage. And Hassan Reddick sack. (laughs) Man, you're loving the Hassan Reddick sack. All right, yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, Then for my... Kansas City same game parlay. You got Kelsey touchdown. Sure. McKinnon McKinnon touchdown. Right. He went absent in the recent couple of games, but he was on yep. fire at the end of the year, sure. Yep. Yep. Uh Tony over thirty four yards rushing. I mean receiving, and then he'll get hurt. <laughs> sure. He always does. They have it written in here. Over thirty four and a half yards, then he gets hurt. Oh, that's 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 the bet? That's a good bet. No, no, no. That would be some funny shit. Though, well, no, I know it wasn't. But that would be DraftKings should do uh Kadarius Tony injury uh yeah. injury prop. Yep. Pre injury pre injury. Does, does yardage. Tony finish the game? Yes. Pre injury no. yardage. Uh for Kadarius uh, t- t- uh, Tony first first quarter injury. Plus eight hundred, Kadarius <laughs> Tony. Funny as shit. Se- second quarter injury, minus two three fifty. I bet you would get volume on that. I mean, relative to the prop betting market. But if you a Kadarius Tony injury prop, you would get people betting it. No doubt. You can't. You can't bet injuries. It would be awesome if you could. I bet my bookie AG that's betting on Rihanna's pearl necklace that she might or might not wear would probably take it. They might. Uh, Chris Jones sack. So that's Kelsey McKinnon, Tony over 34 yards, Jones sack. That's plus 2000. Okay. All right. And that's all my bets. So, all right. That, that was your bets. Did you go with anything for the game or you just did all props? I just did all props. And then I, I really, I really like the orange Gatorade, uh, and I'm going to have to throw in some interceptions and first interception, first sack, because I found that now. So, I, like, like for first interception, 
I really hold on. I just had it pulled up. I really like a obviously a Philadelphia Eagle. I really like plus eight hundred on Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Um, I really like a TJ Edwards plus three thousand. And then for sack, uh, I, I'm not going to bet Hassan Reddick. Don't worry. Uh, I kind of, li- <laughs> I kind of like, I kind of like a Frank Clark at plus eight hundred, or even better, maybe uh, a Nick Bolton, uh, uh, plus uh, like like a, a a blitzing Nick Bolton uh, on some random. Outside, where where what shoulder did he hurt? No, it's Spagnola. I get it. Yeah, so you're going to see a little bit of you know defensive blitzing. Yeah, you're a fool to think Spagnola is not going to blitz from towards that left shoulder. They are going to do everything in their power to fucking nail him on that shoulder. Well, it's Spagnola's bread and butter, right? I mean, you know, all going all the way back to NASCAR and, and doing the heavy defensive line plus the blitzing from all areas. So. Um, yeah. I'm I'm looking at CBS uh, Sports HQ, and they've got up here just some random ones. It was Jalen Hurts' first person to score a touchdown. Uh, that was plus 575, and then they're going no score in the first six minutes of the game, minus 145. So people are getting out there. Like I said, there's anything if you want to bet it. It's out there. It exists. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right, but there's no no games. I mean, you're talking about individual players. Now you're talking about defensive, you know, MVP possibilities. And nope, no game. No game. Okay. All right, and that's going to wrap up all of your uh, expenditure there. Well, that's not true. My first player, my first parlay, my first couple of parlays have the Eagles with the alternate spread. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. You have the game in there in some way, shape, or form. I'm just saying nothing just on the game alone. No. Okay. Nope. All right. Well, I mean, kick it to me, and now it's my turn. Um, All right. So my bankroll, I ended up hitting my parlay from the conference championships, which was crazy because I ended up going uh, at Eagles and the Chiefs. And so the chief, I'm at the bar. I end up going with McShane to the OL, and we're watching that second game. And I'm sitting there, and I, you know, I probably had one too many uh, for for the night. But as I'm sitting there, I'm like, ah, you know what? I won overtime only because I'm like, I got my bet locked, and I'm like, so I just want overtime now because we just deserve it, right? And then uh, you know, what's his name hits him out of bounds, and that ends that. And so the next day I go into my personal account and I'm just like, why is my bankroll the same? Why is it not gone up? And I'm like, I hit my parlay. And then, stupid me, I I got the podcast confused with what I actually did. And what I had done for my actual account is I had juiced up Kansas City to like four and a half. Which they were like up all game by more than four and a half. All game. That's what I, that's end. what I did on the podcast. You did it on the podcast, right? I did it in my actual in my actual bank account. And uh, and then that screwed me. And then I was like, oh no, I really did want overtime. I wanted overtime not because it was great, but I wanted it because it was the only way I could win. Yes. Ah, I mean it was brutal because they were up by more than four and a half all game. The whole game. The whole, whole game. game. Whole game. It was unbelievable. But anyway, uh, I ultimately hit what I picked uh, on the podcast, so that ended up putting me 
uh, right under the 13,000 mark, off the 10,000. So I've got about 2,900 to play with for break-even. Last game on the schedule, why not, you know, go for it. And so here's what I ultimately did. I did take the Eagles alone. I took them in two alternate spreads. So we talked. I just really think that the Eagles are the better team here. Um, I don't think that it's going to be close. It might be close in the beginning, but I think that barring Hurts stinking up the field or something crazy happening, like, I, I don't know, like Pacheco going off and doing some kind of crazy MVP rushing game, um, I think the Eagles should win this game. I picked two and a half for the Eagles as an alt spread. I'm going to put 1500 on that to pull back 1470 uh, and that's 1470 profit. So that's not the total. So it's 15 to win 1470 profit. And then I also took the Eagles with six and a half and I'm going to put 500 for into that and that'll net a profit of 950. So across the board there, I've got the Eagles with two and a half and six and a half total of uh, 2000 for a <clears throat> profit of uh, about 2400 and they both hit. But otherwise, and then after I did those two, I did the props, the ones that I talked about. So I basically spread it out. So I've got 800 spread out all over the place here. And it's basically 50 with the exception of one. And the, the one that's the outlier is the one. I took Philly coin toss plus the win. We talked about it earlier. I like the Eagles to win, so I'm just hoping that the coin toss comes in. If it does, then, you know, I'm good. So I'm going to take 200 and throw that in. That's going to pull me back 500 a profit. Then the other ones, I put 50 on the octopus. Uh, I put 50 on the scorigami. That pulls back a profit of 700 and 1,000, respectfully. Uh, red, 50 for the Gatorade. I did the doink. Uh, both of those pull back for $50, $225 at profit. I took the MVS two-plus touchdowns. That was 50 to pull back $1,100 at profit. I'm going to stop saying profit at this point because why the fuck do I keep saying profit? I don't know. Uh, Watson touchdown plus the win. That was 50 for 650 the MVPs I talked about, Sanders and Pachenko. I put 50 on both of those. Sanders pulls back 1,100. Pacheco pulls back 2,000. Uh, breaking the rushing record, that 50 gets back 1,250. So if I get one of those guys plus the rushing record, I'm looking at either like two. I'm looking at like 2,500 or 3,200, somewhere in that, somewhere around there. Non-quarterback touchdown pass, 50 for 900. And then most receiving yards, I did MVS and Tony 50. Both of them, MVS gets you back 450, and Tony pulls you back 1,000. So that's what I ended up doing. If none of those hit, then I am sitting at my original bankroll, and the whole year was just a fun wash. If any of it comes in, ah, great. You know, roll it into next year, and uh, I mean, or, you know, what other, other kind of gambling that you might see fit. But that's what I decided to do, so... Um, but again, you know, I, I, we're both on the Eagles here. You have an alt line with them five and a half. I've got them with an alt line six and a half, um, you know, taking them for, the, you know, basically, you know, they're tied up. They score a touchdown at the end to win it or something like that. You know, it wouldn't be at the end. They kick a field goal, you know, but that then I got that covered with the two and a half. Yes, I am. Uh, I am banking on the Eagles having a significant lead going into the uh, uh, Kansas City's last possession of the game and them not being able to 
catch up regardless. Because even if it's 15 and they put eight, I'm sorry, if it's 14 and they put up eight to bring it to six, then they'll still be covered with the five and a half. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. We haven't talked about over under. It's up on the TV now. Do you have any kind of lean with one way or the other? I juiced it you up. You juiced it up and then went under, but at the number that it's at right now, 51. I think it's I think it's pretty spot on. I think it's it, I mean you you're talking about like a 27-24 game. Hence the spread and and I'm looking more 20 after do like I said once again to to lean back on my the the analytics I, I'm looking at it as like a twenty seven twenty one game or sure. or even like a thirty one twenty two game you know something crazy I I don't I don't see Kansas City being able to score enough points. And I don't see Kansas City's defense being able to stop them enough. Yeah, I have trouble seeing this game in the 30s. I mean, I could be wrong, but for at least Philadelphia's defense, you would think that they would keep the scoring for Kansas City down. And of the two teams, I think Kansas City has the higher scoring potential, right? So then I have trouble getting the teams to the 30, Mark. If Philadelphia gets a lead of 10 to 14 points... They're just going to go right to the run, and this game's going to be severely under. Well, I'll tell you that me and my, you know, my Miles Sanders bets like that, especially of course. So, you that's know, that's why that's why people make those bets. Yeah, I, I would love that taking that MVP. Maybe did I do the rushing record? I did the rushing record as well. The one that I didn't bet that I that I was looking at was the fastest ball carrier. <laughs> I don't know how they do yeah, that. That's stupid, such a ridiculous one. Stupid. But all right, so we'll uh, we'll wrap it up with that. We'll uh, sign off with some Fox football uh, theme music since that's where we're going to be watching the game tomorrow at six. 30 on your local Fox broadcasting station. We are not affiliated, but, you know, with 110 people that listen to us, hopefully, you know, they're not going to, you know, lash out at uh, the the copyright infringement here. So, uh, so be it. But, uh, all right. So, that be it. Chris, you enjoy the rest of your Saturday and then your football. Do you have plans on football Sunday? Yeah, crawfish boil. Oh, yes, the crawfish bowl. Well, have fun. Tell all your peeps down there I said hello. And best to all of you out there with all of your bets. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the game. You know, make sure you don't drink and drive. All that good stuff. Chris, we don't have to worry about you and your friends with that one. But for all of you out there, you know, uh, let the sober one be driving home tomorrow. So uh, anything you want to add? Adios. All right. Peace out. Enjoy, people.